0: Hello and welcome to The Aside, a podcast for drama teachers and students. I'm Nick Waxman and today we're releasing one of 50 Mama interviews. The Mama interviews are 50 conversations with 50 legends of the Victorian drama teaching game. Drama Victoria has been recording these 50 interviews over the last two years to celebrate their 50th birthday so please do sit back relax and enjoy a slightly longer than usual episode of the aside as we bring you 50 legends in the mama interviews please note the audio quality varies depending on where the interview was recorded
1: And welcome Nina Rossini to MAMA.
2: Thank you.
0: Thanks for coming.
1: And um, it's going to be a pleasure to interview about your career and why you're a drama teacher. Mm -hmm. Perhaps we'll kick off with how, when and why did you become involved in drama education?
2: Well, I was running a workshop this morning, and a a workshop on um, the drama teacher's actor-director, and drama teacher, because we have all those roles. And I told them the story of when I was in, I mean, I started directing plays when I was in primary school. In grade three, I directed directed my first play. I've always had it in my my system. And uh, it was year 12, and I think um, I was sitting in a very hot portable, half asleep, and there was an, a, a guest speaker came to talk about new courses, and suddenly they were talking about drama being offered for the first time as a possible course. I always wanted to teach. There was, you know, ever since I can remember. And suddenly my world came alive. I just went, whoa, I've got to go for this. And I think it forced me to really really focus on my studies and push that bit further and I then I got into the the drama course at Melbourne um um, the open stage which was Bouverie Street originally so I'm one of the first to kick-start drama teaching in schools in high schools and you only had you know year sevens and eights there was no talk no even dream that it would go to the seniors to the senior level like it has now which is great yeah.
1: Oh, fantastic! Um, and what are some of the changes that you've witnessed during your time as a drama educator? You've almost said it then. Don't Probably noticed it
2: more because I spent—I I had a big gap. I had almost a ten-year gap from teaching, from from doing lots of theatre at Melbourne Uni because I was connected with the Italian Theatre Company at Melbourne Uni, and we established that. Uh, you know, it was the first Italian theatre company in the southern hemisphere it was a very big thing Um, and so um, I was getting two different kinds of education I was getting the very very sort of teatro stabile the the really traditional theatre training that you get which I noticed that I when I went to the uh, because I I went to the Academy of Dramatic Arts in Rome to study uh, after I was teaching for a few years and I thought I've done all of this So it was really interesting, because it was kind of like an affirmation of what I had acquired with the Italian Theatre Company. And then I was doing all this very experimental type of work uh, with Bouverie Street and the teachers there, people like Lindy Davies and uh, Ron Danielson, who were sort of really, you know, the leaders Mm. there. Um, So I've sort of, I always tried to bring the two together, and both are very valid. Uh, the, certainly the traditional comes in really, really handy when, you know, the basics, and then on top of that, all the creative as well. Mm. So, yeah, it's good. Yeah. Did I answer your question? Um, I don't know, but it doesn't really matter. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh well, what And what else do you sort of notice in the changes? So,
2: oh, yeah, that's what we were saying. So the, the, the big difference when I, I... So I was nearly 10 years away living in Rome, doing theatre there. And I came back, and I think I... Well, I noticed the cultural difference, first of all. I noticed how it was really chic to be Italian, which had changed over the years. Yes, well, that, and everybody wanted yes. to learn Italian. And everybody, you know, was... And, and the friendship groups too were... Kids were much more connected with each other. You know, there was this less kind of... They were more physical, I noticed. And I think that what I noticed in the classroom, even though I, I was teaching at a very difficult school and I still I'm still there, but things have improved, much more um, much less barriers in a way within the classroom and then of course there was also the senior school happening yeah. so that started to happen when i came back uh, that was introduced just, as, just uh, shortly after I came back, and so what I did when I, when I was actually interviewed for my job at Reservoir, where I'm now, and they mm. asked me about, um, do you, will you run the musical? And I was in that school of, you don't do musicals; it's really taboo. It's all about process drama. It's you know Dorothy Heathcote stuff. You know, uh, you don't even do performances. But that was I love performances, and that's I'm a performance-based teacher. So um, that was all different suddenly the face of, 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 of teaching drama had completely changed, and even you know, more so now. And that was really quite... I, I took some adjustment because I said to the principal, well, you'll have to find somebody else because I'm not doing a musical, <laughs> uh, but I will do theatre. Um, and they were going, oh, okay. So I did a big theatre show, and to show that, that that's what drama teaching is all about, really, Um, And then, of course, I started to be flexible because I could see the value of different types of expressions. You know, why limit yourself to, you know, that sort of, you know, that kind of um, idea. Yeah, so it was very, very interesting.
1: So have you Um, only been at one school in the last 20
2: years? Yes, I taught in two other schools in Melbourne. Uh, taught at uh, Mornington High was my first placement, then Caulfield High. Then I thought, no, nah, I need to get out of here. I need to. I need a break. And I was only supposed to go for a year, and then I stayed <laughs> 10. <laughs> but I did a lot of teaching um, there, and I did a lot of um, children's theater there, yeah. Oh, wow, mm.
1: fantastic. Um, well, we, it leads perfectly into the next one. What are some of the highs and lows of your career?
2: Um I I don't think I can answer that question because I, I I'd be I'd be boasting if I say it's high there's there's been lots of highs um, I certainly found Italy very difficult, so that was kind of like a big big, big shift in thought and, um, and experiences, but it also enriched me because, I mean, somebody, a place like Rome, um, where you, you've got no linking... No. I went to so many plays. I, I, I was going to see plays all the time. I did a lot of watching and learning, um, but very hard to break into. Yeah, I did yes. eventually set up an actor's studio, but it was hard, hard work. So, but that was very satisfying. Um, And I I was able to create a piece, a performance piece with another, with a musician. And that was really lovely. Um, So there were lots of lows there. There were lots of, uh, I'm not good at this. I, who am I? I mean, all these Italians acting on the street, you know, they were better actors than anybody (laughs) I'd ever seen on stage. And I'm going, who am I? So that who, who am I gave me a lot of, concerns like inferiority things but at the same time i worked through them and I mean that's what life's all about you know what I mean and coming back to Australia again it it was a bit of readjustment um, and I think apart from that and apart from working with some really difficult kids I never lost it and I I sort of there was a period of time where I was starting to feel a bit you know the same old I'd been performing arts coordinator for 20 years or something. And I decided to give that to somebody else, and I went into year 11 coordination. And that gave me more status in the school, which was ridiculous because, you know, all the other work that I'd done with the kids, we've all lived that. But at the same time, it actually helped me Raise the profile of drama and theatre in a way, do you understand what I mean? Yes. Suddenly I wasn't the mad Italian drama teacher who's like you know all over the place doing Ooh. all these crazy things but they saw the other side of me and there was kind of like added respect yes, which yes. really pissed me off but you know <laughs> in a way it made it made my life and that's that I was really regenerating yeah so that was really good and it's been up up and away ever since. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> it has. I have I tell you what I'm enjoying teaching more now than I ever did. I am I get up I wake up and I Go there, and yeah, okay, I get angry and I get pissed off, and you know, there's so much work to do, and school it sucks sometimes, and you know, you have all those issues with kids or whatever. But what I'm saying to you, I'm, I've got that enthusiasm. That uh, I tell you what, I beat a lot of first year at in yes. terms of enthusiasm. So, yeah, I'm still going, and I have (laughs) no intention of stopping for a while, not only because I want to, but, you know, um, I need to. (laughs) In the world we live today, with all the the sort of, you know, with all the plans and things that you've got, you know, but anyway, yeah.
1: Um, And you kind of also just touched on, um, can you describe some of your most memorable um, experiences? So...
2: I asked I, yeah I was going
1: to say, have you got one of Rome and then contrast it
2: with something that I asked today the first thing I asked today at the at the workshop that I did I said to them uh, let's go around the room and I want you I want you to tell me what your passion is what is it that you feel in your solar plexus that is that drives you to teach and we, there was you know there was some really beautiful beautiful responses because I think that's where I, you know, I have got the fire in me, okay? And I think we all have as drama educators because it is a particular subject to teach, you know what I mean? And even more so than dance and music, and I'll tell you why, because in dance you've got five, six, seven, eight, you know what I mean? <laughs> you've got that structure, okay? In music, you've got the music, okay? In drama and theatre, you've got so many variables. You're, you can go in so many different directions and that's much more challenging to sort of hone in the kids and get all that sort of happening. But what was your question? Sorry, I f- oh. forgot that. Um, your most memorable experiences. Okay. Um, Good or bad? Okay, I think, uh, that's right, I just remember why, the, the, uh, why I referenced the class today, because I said to them as they were doing a warm-up, I want you to remember the first time that you you experienced the audience clapping you. Oh. And I do remember that so vividly because it was a, an Italian comedy. And I was very nervous because of the Italian Um, and not to make mistakes, grammatical mistakes and my accent and everything, so I was working on that. And I remember that I did something very funny and the audience laughed and clapped and that was such an amazing feeling. I just, inside me, I thought, wow, yeah. It was just uh, just kind of like, this is what it's all about. And that was a lovely, lovely moment. Lots, of, you know, of course, you love those moments, and but that one I remember very, very clearly. Yeah, I almost remember the line, the moment, the part in the oh play, wow. etc. Yes, it was really good. Yeah. Uh. Um, overseas, I think, putting, uh, culminating um, the two things, the Actor Studio, where I have got um, um, bilingual uh, young adults uh, performing in one act in Italian and in one act in English and that was really oh, interesting fantastic. yeah because i've always i've always been interested in bilingual theater so that was really really good yeah
1: okay uh, who are your other mentor, mentors and collaborators you have had the fortune to work with have you had
2: yeah well i think like i mentioned before with the with the bouvery street crowd i think um, um, I mean, I just, Max Gillies was just a passing. Oh, I worked wow. with him, but very, very briefly. But I think Lydie Davies was the, yes. was the one with whom I think I built a, a relationship that went beyond, because we, we were there till really late rehearsing. We did, so we did a, a very intimate play um, when I was really starting to understand myself as a performer and beginning to realize that I'm a strong performer. But I didn't know it, you know what I mean, and and I think she brought that out—the confidence. She brought the confidence out in me, and Ron Danielson was particularly—he was the—he was the head of the department, and he just was a great director. And I think I, I think I. Um, my love for direction was, came from him and from the Italian director Osvaldo Maione, who has passed away now. But he was the director of all the, the Italian plays that we did with Mel- through mm. Melbourne University. Yeah. So you were
1: in the Thai team at Bowery Street.
2: I was sorry. The
1: Thai team, like the theatre and education.
2: Yes. Course. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. So so it had already it had gone for a year. So I was this. We were the intake of the second year of the course. Yeah. Oh wow! So and so the
1: students participated in the Thai productions. Is that how it worked? No, I
2: d- I'm not too sure whether they came later, but we were we were we did all our uh, classes there. Oh. Uh, we we used a little theatre to do all our performances. There was lots of student, you know, st- student-initiated stuff, and it was all very experimental. Uh, that period of time where it was all just a uh, university was very different to what it is today there was that sense that we could change the world and we had that freedom um, so it was quite an interesting yeah. it was a really really vibrant period of time yeah lots of talent I think came out from that from honing in all that energy mm. Mm. Right. Stick.
1: Uh, no, you're, all, you're very good at sort of leading on Sorry. To the next question. No, <laughs> no, I haven't great. even looked at those questions, no. I'm telling you. Can you describe some of your favourite professional learning experiences?
2: And I guess obviously your Italian training and. Yes, I think, look, without making this sound like a plug, I've really enjoyed the Drummer Victoria Connection. I've been with them for over 10 years now and I've really, um, it's been a really great um, grounding. Uh, experience because sometimes we get a little bit too full of ourselves and um, are too, you know, like, I, I don't know, um, very critical of others. And I think working with Drama Victoria has allowed me to understand others much, much more and the needs of others and that the, 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 there, are, there are a lot of creative people out there. And maybe, you know, you might have a grudge because you haven't had the chance or the opportunity or, or the funding or the whatever it is, uh, or the difficult kids and um, really at the end of the day you work with what you've got and you make the best of it and sometimes some of the best things come out of that so I think yeah. I think it's been really good and also my work with the BCWA, I think that's been a great um, uplifting experience professionally because it's really allowed me to to thrive in that area of um, skills development professional development that I would not have had uh, otherwise I, I think it's given me different perspectives which I need it because that's what I did. I went. I think it was a very similar time that I joined oh. Drama Victoria, and I did. Um, I did that, and then shortly after the, the coordination. So I was starting to feel like something had to give, but I wasn't sure which way. And I went always. Yeah, I went in all directions, <laughs> and it all worked. Yeah. Okay.
1: Fantastic. Um, and what do you think are some of the secrets to the longevity of your career?
2: Remain a kid. Remain youthful, okay? Never, ever think that you know it all because you know, you're know you learning all the time. Remain fresh, so it's like I know what I have to do because I've had the experience, I've got the experience, but go into it always with a different angle. So I, I might have a, an activity that I know works, but I never do it the same way. So I've always, there's always something that comes, and I think it's training. Uh, because I know that when I first started teaching drama, that was really hard to think on the spot, to be able to then uh, work with the group that you've got in front of you and then adapt whatever you're doing so that it fits and works with who you've got in front of you, just like with adults, with the workshops when we do with the workshops at the conference. You have to really, you can plan it all, but not until you're in there and you feel the vibe that it all starts to happen. And I think that's a skill that you you slowly develop as a drama educator. and, so, you know, sometimes I see um, pre-service teachers who've already got it quite, oh. you know, they've, they've got the love, the passion. You cannot teach drama and theatre studies if you haven't got the passion. I don't mm-hmm. think you can teach any subject actually well. Uh, you know, the kids would just be bored out of their brains and it's not fair on the kids. I agree. Yeah, you know, and I think if you haven't got that, that love of what you're doing and knowing it, you've got to know it. You, you know you can fluke a few things now and then but you've got to know it and the kids can pick that up bit, as we all know so I think that's what that's what's really important yeah
1: and that's what we bring as especially as mature teachers
2: that's right yeah
1: you just got layers and layers yeah. and, and i tell work. you
2: what I just love working <clears throat> with young people and young pre-service I get a lot of pre-service teachers and it's kind of like They get more tired before I do but that's (laughs) (laughs) because I'm so busy and I have so much to do uh, and I've got so many projects going not just with drama and theatre but all sorts of other things at school that when they come and work with me they realise they're not just they get a chance to see you know different aspects of the school um, so they have to run with me and uh, and I can see that sometimes they struggle but at the same time they're sort of learning a lot so yeah.
1: Well, you pass on a very rich um, experience then, because you got the admin as right. well as... That's right, yes,
2: and seeing, yeah, and seeing kids in different light, in different subjects, because I teach a lot of other subjects as well, yeah.
1: Um, and then we're coming to perfectly. Is there any advice that you would pass on to the next generation of drama teachers?
2: Well, what I would say is, <laughs> guys, I'm looking straight at the camera, okay. Salute, cheers, just enjoy. Okay, enjoy whatever you're doing. Even if it's the hardest play that you've got to do, the the, the shittiest year nine or year eight class that you're doing, um, forget that aspect. Look at the light in them. Look at that spark in them. The chickiest kid can be the best product. So, so cheers, <laughs> cheers. <laughs> yeah. Okay, and
1: Is what that it? Oh, you didn't bring any artifacts for your for your memoirs. Oh, if you, you had memoirs, no what I mean, if you had artifacts? What what should, would you have I'm brought? I'm not very
2: good. I don't keep records of things. I just don't. Uh, I used to keep programs. I've stopped doing that. Um, I've got a few posters up in my office because well, I love them because um, of some of the some of the Koori um, performances that we've done, oh. some of the Aboriginal stuff because I have a very particular. Um, uh, I, I work with lots of Kura kids and very multicultural oh, wow. school, um, so I like to have some posters with all the different nationalities and kids um, all working beautifully together. But I, it's all up here. Like I'm, not, even photos. Sometimes people ask me have you got photos from way back, and I don't. It's just something that I've never really... Even travelling sometimes is really hard for me. Now with a, with with a, you know with an iPhone, it's easier just to take it out, take yes. a photo, but I just don't go there. I just, it's kind of mental recording. Yeah.
1: And are there any other associations other than Drama Victoria, Drama Australia, and, and like, you've got a connection with BCEAA? Mm. Um, is there anything else that you are attached to that is connected to drama education?
2: No, only that sometimes I've, I've, with the um, VATI, Vito Association of Italian Teachers Conference, I've presented there and also in um, multilingual uh, workshops where I've shown how, I've done a lot of work with how to teach languages through drama. So that's been, yeah, that's been really good. So we've got the wrap-up now.
1: No, no, we've got 10 minutes if we want. Okay, (laughs) all right, yeah. So is there anything that you sort of see in, like, in the, in the arc or the shape of your career, that like
2: there are high points or really important points or transition points. Uh, I don't know. Without going into personal life, because yeah, I think yes. that way, that they're the sorts of things that also are part of you as you as a person that's growing. You know, we all have our our conflicts and we all have our issues to deal with. Um, uh, I probably, I don't know, I can't answer that question. I find that really hard to answer. <laughs> <That's all right. laughs> you know, I find that really hard. I can't think of one high that was just so, you know, that I could sort of say to you, that was it. Um, or one low that was kind of, you know, that was devastating to me. So... It's all mostly on a high, right? Oh yeah, you're right. Yeah. I'm, they said to me you're like a clock wound up and you never unwind, so what can I do? That's but I do. I do unwind, believe me. Yeah. Of <laughs> an evening sometimes, you know. Can't do a thing, but yeah. I like I like to keep busy I suppose and, and it's just the way I've always been, yeah. So is there anything
1: else you'd like to um Record or or, or think about. I
2: can't. Or share. No, I think I think that's it. Yeah, otherwise we're just rambling on. (laughs) Well, thank you, Nina. That's okay. Thank you, Nina. Thank you. Thank 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 you. you. Thank you.
0: Well, that's all from us at The Aside. There are 49 other mama interviews for you to listen to, so please don't hesitate in doing that. A huge thanks to the large number of people who were involved in recording all the mama interviews and having conversations with 50 Victorian drama teacher legends. If you would like to contact us to suggest an episode topic or to ask us a question, please contact us at asidepodcast at outlook.com. Thanks to Eltham College for letting us record here and Drama Victoria for their ongoing support. Happy 50th birthday, Drama Victoria.